This is Dr. Fred Boystrang, and welcome to Moment for Mission. Thank you so much for joining me today. Well, you know, sometimes in our lives, stuff just happens. Of course, it may be of our own doing, or it can be things that are completely out of our control. But whatever the stuff, we end up often with a delayed mission. And that's what I want to talk about today on Moment for Mission. Ah, yes, but first it's time for a Fred Foy fact. My daddy, Big Shorter, had a fun sense of humor. He had a t-shirt that read in large letters, I must be a nobody. And then in little small font, the follow-up, because nobody's perfect. Of course, this was a joke. And daddy was an amazingly humble person. Hopefully on these snippets of Fred Foy facts, you've come to know a little bit more about me. Now, it's probably time that you know at least one of my many flaws. I don't like to be late. I don't like others to be late. I get overly impatient and way, way too frustrated with myself and with others when it comes to this tardiness issue. Well, I've been learning more about the value of patience in these past years of living full-time in East Africa. I've learned that time means different things in different cultures and that there are a myriad of value choices being made each day by good folks that may cause them or may cause me to run a little bit behind in my schedule. So, I am learning the grace of waiting. In a similar way, sometimes we have to wait on our mission because it may have been delayed. There has been, at least in our assessment, a delay in working out of the vision, and we can get all flustered like me being impatient and irritated at being late. And when we allow that to happen, I can tell you from experience that good thinking and good graces go completely out the window. Pursuing your mission and vision from a mental state of impatience, irritation, and frustration, and even some downright anger thrown in there is sure to get us nowhere and fast. Alternately, we can embrace the delay. We can learn that there may, in fact, be a purpose in waiting on the fulfillment of our mission. When we can try to relax and live into the moment of the delay, then it frees our mental, our physical, even our spiritual capacities to envision other things that we may not have been able to apprehend in another state. Also, when we rest in the wait. When things do begin to develop again, then we have a deeper appreciation and often a renewed energy to engage our vision and mission again. This can occur in the most complex of situations or even the simplest. I'm thinking back when our last born son, Jacob, would wait on his beloved grandfather, Big Shorter, 
Now, when Big Shorter and Grandma Jean would come to visit, both our boys would be very excited and anticipate their arrival. We all prepared for their visit. You know, we did the yard work and got the house clean. The boys straightened their rooms. Uh, they had a bath. They got on clean clothes. And then Jacob would don his Atlanta Braves baseball cap, and he would go out, and he would sit on the driveway to wait in expectation of this mission to be fulfilled. And that mission, the arrival and the welcoming of his grandparents. And boy, when their car turned down our street, Jacob would jump up and he would welcome them. It was amazing. See, the coming of Jacob's grandfather and grandmother changed everything. Chores were postponed for the time they were there. Table manners were often suspended a little bit. Games were played. Stories were read. Food was enjoyed. Sometimes their arrival was a bit delayed. They lived about two hours away from us at that time, and they'd usually call about the time they left home. But invariably, as many of us like to do, Grandma Jean would try to get that one more thing done prior to their departure, and that would end up a delay in their arrival at our house. No matter, Jacob would sit out there as long as it took. I'd check on him, and there he'd be, drawing in the dirt with a stick, watching the ants build their mound, laying on his back in the grass, looking up at the clouds. He was completely unplugged from media and other toys and activities and relaxed in the waiting. Sometimes I'd stick my head out the front door and ask Jacob, You okay? Yes, sir. What you doing? Nothing. And that is precisely what a delayed mission allows us to be and to do. To be okay in doing nothing. This kind of preparation, expectant waiting, and subsequent joyful welcome are concepts that help us understand a positive life attitude toward the future hope of a mission and vision that has, for whatever reason, been delayed a bit. A lady I knew a number of years ago had a very interesting request for me. She told me that she wanted to be buried with a fork in her hand. As a clergy person, I have heard just about everything, but that one was sure a new one for me. Of course, I had to ask her, Miss Hannah, now why in the world do you want to be buried with a fork in your hand? Well, she said, when I was a little girl, we would have the whole family over for meals on special occasions. There were so many of us, we didn't have enough forks to give out new ones as the main course dishes were cleared. My mother would always announce, save your forks now. There's something good coming. I believe that after I'm finished with this life, that there's something good coming. So I want to be buried with a fork in my hand. When Miss Hannah passed away, you betcha she was buried with a fork in her hand. When our mission and vision is delayed, it gives us a chance to be still and savor what is and look forward to what is coming. We certainly can run around and be all stressed and frustrated, which, by the way, gets everyone else around me all stressed and frustrated as well. We certainly can try to make something happen, to 
force things, to grab the bull by the horns. And by the way, I've never literally tried that grabbing the bull by the horns thing, but I cannot imagine confronting a two-ton bull in such a manner would work out very well. Or, what's the alternative? We can rest in the reality that something, some reason, someone, somehow, our mission has been delayed and there may, in fact, be a purpose for it. I have learned that when I force things, it usually doesn't work out so well. A practical example? Well, I have sheared off my share of nuts straight off a bolt. Why? Well, they got rusted shut and I just put some torque on there and it ripped that nut right off the bolt. I've learned over the years to use a solvent called PB Blaster to loosen up those nuts and bolts prior to putting that torque on them. Now, letting that solvent work overnight is great, but it takes patience. And while it works, I get to look at other aspects of the project I'm working on. And many times, I've noticed some mighty big issues that needed attention that I would not have otherwise even looked at it if I didn't need to wait. In the Bible, the biblical prophet Moses, his mission was delayed for 40 years while he was in Midian before he returned to Egypt to deliver his people from their bondage. The Apostle Paul in the New Testament was delayed for three years while he was doing something, or maybe it was nothing, in Arabia. Some say Jesus' mission was delayed until he was 30 years old. Now, all our missions get stalled and delayed at some juncture, and we have a choice. We can run around like chicken with our heads cut off, screaming that the sky is falling, or we can choose to rest in the waiting. The important thing is don't give up, don't give in, just wait, but wait with hope and anticipation and expectation. And as you do, have a great day.